time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome, welcome to a brand new week here on the Knock on Sports in a busy one. It is going to be here on 600 KGEZ and for the show as well. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, beautiful day today until the rain came in, but absolutely beautiful. Looks like most of the snow melted away. Uh, and so it's leading up to be a good week here so far on the show. Hope again you guys are having a great start to your week as well. I know the Flatted Bravettes definitely had a fantastic weekend, so definitely want to say congratulations to the Flatted Bravette wrestling team for making history as the first state championship team in girls wrestling in its first year. Uh, congratulations to Alia Derlatka, a second-place finisher, the highest finisher for the Bravettes. Uh, Alyssa Pohatton took third. Hania Halverson took fourth. Trinity, uh, again, I hope I'm saying the last name correctly, uh, Bolivia took sixth place Boston Howell took sixth place and Lucille Libby took sixth place as well again congratulations to all the wrestlers and the coaches uh you know next week we will have the boys uh state tournament here in Kalispell at Flanagan High School uh which will be pretty cool can't wait to see that uh but just absolutely monumental stuff this past Saturday obviously the Brave Vets with the most wrestlers you thought okay they have a good chance to, to place but again to make history and you talk about the pedigree you talk about the history you talk about the success of this Flathead Braves uh and Brave Vets now pro wrestling pro Program and the great coaches that they have. And I'm again, not just throwing any shade to anybody else uh, out there. Um, but again, you know, the Flathead has just been a constant uh, good program when it comes to the sport of wrestling. And so to see not only Kalispell really rally behind the sport of girls wrestling, but to also bring home some championship hardware, even better. And once again, congratulations. We'll talk to Coach Amber Downing on the show on Wednesday. Looking forward to that conversation as we'll chat with her and get her thoughts on how this tournament was run, uh, what it was like at Lockwood. I know Brave Vets wrestler uh, Hannah Green sang the national anthem Saturday morning. Um, you know, during the uh, Brave Vets game Saturday afternoon, we found out that the Brave Vets were going to be state champions. Uh, so again, congratulations to all the wrestlers. Uh, and I think one thing that I will say, and I'll make this bold prediction because I don't think it'll be actually all that bold. Um, but right now, girls wrestling is in a trial period, and I feel like it's it's a foregone conclusion. I think that we will see girls wrestling become a permanent sport here in Montana. And the reason why I believe that is you look at the number of wrestlers they had, uh, a lot of really, really talented uh, female wrestlers this past weekend. But you saw a lot of great athletes uh, from the smaller classifications. I thought the all-state wrestling tournament was really cool on the girls' side because you saw a lot of different state champions from even some of the smaller schools, not just AA and what have you. Um, so I really think that this is going to be something that continues on. This isn't going to be a one-time deal uh, or even a two-time deal because this is a two-year trial period for the MHSA. And so I think girls' wrestling is here to stay. I'm all for it, uh, and I, we'll see how many more state champions Especially this area. When you talk about Northwest Montana, you talk about 
Kalispell in general, just being a hub for girls wrestling and having the uh, amount of, of enthusiasm behind the sport in this town, in this community. Uh, so I really think that this is going to be something great for uh, the, the Northwest Montana community in general, not just limiting that to Flathead or Glacier, but I think across the board uh, as well. It'll be interesting to see how this goes forward. And will we see more uh, girls that maybe aren't in athletics or will we see girls maybe deviate from basketball to go to wrestling? Um It'd be kind of interesting to see what happens, but I'm, I'm hoping that what we'll see is more girls getting into uh, the sport of wrestling. I think that would be uh, really cool. But again, congratulations to the Flathead Brave Vets wrestling team uh, for an absolutely tremendous season. For one, getting it in. Two, uh, making do with the challenges they had to face and at the same time coming away uh, victorious and, and with state championship hardware. That is not easy to do. And the fact that they did it, fantastic. Also want to congratulate Glacier as well. Glacier wrestlers, uh, for their performances this past weekend as well. With, that, with all that being said, as we are kind of getting to the point now where the winter sports season is really starting to pick up in its postseason action, we only got a couple weeks left of the winter sports season because we're now down to the final weeks of high school basketball uh, as well. We're down to the final week of the regular season for Class AA basketball. And we've got a ton of games uh, to be decided. I'll get into the number of games each team has on both the boys and girls side here uh, shortly. But right now, getting you a knock on sports scoreboard update. Uh, we do have a final just now as Helena Capital knocked off Missoula Hellgate 53-51, a close ball game down in Missoula. And so that makes things even more interesting because now uh, you look at it, Looking at the standings for uh, on the boys' side, Capital now is evened up at six and six, and this becomes even more important too because Capital and Flathead now are tied up at six and six. This puts even more pressure on Flathead to continue to win. They really do need to win their final two games, and at the same time, and even then, what are the tiebreakers going to be? Uh, that's going to be a very interesting question because we have a lot of teams right now. There is a big mess between three and seven, something that we've talked about quite a bit. It's been an interesting race, but you could potentially see a few teams end up with a very similar record that could really make things interesting. Hellgate, this loss to Capital is not a huge blow to them because they're sitting now at nine and three. And so they've got separation. They've got Butte at six and five. So like I said, you've got three teams now with six wins. Butte, Flatted, and Capital. Glacier and Flatted play tomorrow night. We'll have that game right here on 600 KGEZ. Big Sky's got a couple of games that they got to make up as well. And so for Capital, this really makes things interesting. If you were a Flatted fan, you really did actually want Hellgate to win this game today against Capital. Because then it continues to throw capital further down the standings. It continues to give Flathead a little bit of a berth to try and grab that home playoff game. Because I don't know what these tiebreakers are ultimately going to come down to. Um, obviously, you're talking about head-to-heads, the first one you think of. Well, Flathead and Capital have split. Uh, Hellgate and Capital have split. Capital and Glacier have split as well because it's going to be really really interesting uh, to see what happens here down the stretch but all I know is is that this continues to put pressure on Flathead to win its final two games which includes uh, tomorrow against Glacier as well as on Saturday against uh, Big Sky which will be a road trip uh, for them. 
So with that being said, let's go ahead and dive right into how many more games that uh, these teams have left. Uh, obviously, as I mentioned, Hellgate has two left. Capital now has two left. Flatted has two games left. Sentinel still has three games. They may be playing today. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Butte still has three games left. Uh, Glacier only has one game left. Big Sky has three games left. Helena has two games left. So a lot of teams with three games left on their schedule. Obviously, the Missoula schools uh, being one of being all three of them have three games. Uh, you look at Helena with two. Uh, they got Crosstown still. And then you've got Butte as well. With uh, with three still. So, again, there's a lot of movement and possibility here. Um, when you're looking at the boys and the girls side of, of how this thing could work out this week, it is really, really interesting on the boys side. The girls side, it's a there's some room for movement on the girls side. Just not a ton. It's like one to two teams could flip-flop spots, potentially, depending on this week's results. But then it's only between, like, say, six and seven. It could be three and four. It's not as... It's not as I, I'm not saying it's not as interesting, but I'm telling you right now, I don't think we're going to see three through seven potentially change by this weekend on the girls' side. That could potentially happen on the boys' side. And so, like I said, I was trying to look through scenarios. I didn't see anybody that had them out there. Uh, again, I don't know what ultimately all the tiebreakers are going to come down to, uh, but it just kind of reminded me of when you go back to a couple of years ago for the NBA playoffs in the Western Conference, how playoff seeding could have gone. This was back on uh, Inside the NBA on TNT. This is kind of what the boys' situation could look like by the end of the week. San Antonio uh, be number two. If the Spurs win or the Rockets and Clippers lose, they'd be number three. If the Spurs lose, the Clippers win and the Rockets lose. They'd be number five. If the Spurs lose, the Rockets win and the Grizzlies lose. Number six, if the Spurs lose and the Rockets and the Grizzlies win. <laughs> That's how I think this this Western AA boys side could really be. It could literally be Flathead wins both games. They could be the three seed. Or if they win both games, they could be the four seed. They go one and one. They could be the five seed. They lose both games. They could be the six seed. If Capital wins uh, all three games, they could be as high as the three seed. They could be, if they lose two out of three, they could be the six seed. If Glacier wins uh, tomorrow and then has Capital, Flathead, and Big Sky lose or somebody else lose, they could be the four seed. That, that's how crazy this week is going to be. We don't know ultimately. We won't know ultimately until Saturday night. When all the basketball games are done, what the Western AA Conference final standings will look like. That's how crazy this week's going to be in high school basketball. All right. And <laughs> again, I'm all for it. Like I said, this this chaos, I love it. It's fun in a way. I'm sure for the coaches and for the players, it's uh, probably not as fun because you kind of want to be able to say, okay, hey, here's what we need to do to get a home playoff game. Now, it seems to me, and, and I think this is what ultimately it will come down to, I think ultimately it's going to just be uh, flathead. And when you're looking at the specific playoff picture, I think for flathead, it's this simple. Win tomorrow, win Saturday, you're, I think they get a home playoff game. If they don't, I have to imagine Butte, Capital, and Flathead all finish with an 8-6 and six record, and some funky tiebreaker is going to send Flathead on the road whether that be two capital or whether that to be Butte or whether that be capital up here or Butte up here, who knows? But essentially that's what I think it could come down to. Um, Cause right now, right now Butte high is six and five. 
like I said, they still have three games to go. Uh, they could essentially go two and one. Flathead could go two and zero. Oh. Capital just won, so they're at six and six. They could go two and zero oh the rest of the way. We've got three teams with an eight and six record. Now again, I'm not entirely sure who still has to play who. I think. I don't know if Capital and Butte still have to play each other. I know Flathead doesn't have to play Capital. I know Flathead doesn't have to play Butte. But again, I don't know if Capital and Butte will have to play each other one more time. I don't know if they've gotten that in or if they've still got, uh, you know, or if they've got both games done. Because otherwise that makes it really interesting. Um, because if they are both done, I wonder, does, because I can't remember if Capitals beat Butte twice. But like I said, that's the interesting part about all of this is, again, like a, today I didn't realize that Capital and Hellgate were playing. I think Sentinel plays today as well, or Big Sky plays today. But again, just looking on the schedule in a couple of different places, I didn't see games listed. So again, it's been kind of interesting because these a lot of these games... Like some teams were going to have two this week. Some teams are only going to have one because it was Crosstown. I know Crosstown's this week for Helena schools and up here in, in Kalispell, and there was only supposed to be one game played in those areas. But because of makeup games, now some teams have three, some teams have two, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so, like I said, it's going to be wild. It's going to be uh, very interesting. It's going to be something that you almost have to keep up with constantly. Obviously, tomorrow night. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday, and then Saturday, I think we'll have a clear idea of what the playoff picture might look like. Um, but again, it all comes down to if if Capital and Butte have another game, if they still have to play each other one more time, then I think that does answer the question about the three-way tie. Obviously, that makes it seem, okay, you know, whoever wins that game more than likely has the inside track to a home playoff game. Whoever loses that game more or less is probably on the outside looking in if Capital and Butte still have to play each other. But like I said, if you're looking at it from a Braves perspective, the biggest thing the Flathead Braves have to do is win out the rest of the way because... Again, it kind of brings a whole new meaning to because you know we always hear the coaches say, oh, well, we're only worried about what we can control. I think it brings a new meaning to that because I'm not entirely sure even the coaches know what the path that they would need to get that home playoff game because so many teams are still up for it. I'm not convinced that Glacier could potentially be even out of this thing. If Now, again, they would need a lot of help in this department because I think it would be very tough for teams to go 6-8, and eight, um, but potentially you could see that. I could see Glacier working their way up to a five seed, maybe even potentially a four seed. But like I said, they would need to win tomorrow night to get to six and eight. And then at the same time, they would need a lot of other things to fall into place for that to happen. But again, I think that would almost have to be another like three, three way tie between teams. And it would have to come down to some sort of tiebreaker. I don't know if that would come down to a coin flip, essentially. But what I do know, at least, is it comes down to head to head, then highest ranked win. Um, that's going to be a part of it, and so we'll we'll just have to see how this week continues to fall, and we'll see how things go in that order. But right now, you look at Flatted and Capital now with both wins over Hellgate. Glacier has a win over Butte. We'll kind of have to see um, how things shake out. Now, obviously, if Flathead and Butte, what what needs to happen is you don't. If you're a Flathead fan, you do not want to get into a tiebreaker situation with Butte for that number four spot. Because if you're in a tiebreaker situation in that four spot, you're going to lose that one. Because unfortunately for Flathead, they did not split the season series with Butte. They got swept. And so that's going to hurt them if that becomes a, a issue between the, for the number four spot um, between Flathead and Butte. Now, again, right now, Butte High sits at the number three spot. 
Flathead, again, and like I said, if Butte, I don't remember who they still have, but if Butte were to lose three games, essentially, then that would toss Butte right out of the home playoff game, and that would obviously potentially propel Flathead to that number three spot, maybe capital, we'll have to see, but like I said, that's that's the crazy part about this. I'm, I'm laying out scenarios for you. San Antonio uh, be number two if the Spurs win or the Rockets and the Clippers lose. They'd be number three if the Spurs lose, the Clippers win and the Rockets lose. They'd be number five if the Spurs lose, the Rockets win and the Grizzlies lose. Number six if the Spurs lose and the Rockets and the Grizzlies win. <laughs> like I said, that's how, how, that's how crazy this thing could be. And like I said, I don't know all the tiebreakers. I'll have to see if I've got some buddies that maybe actually know what they are within the MHSA. But that's that's the, how this week could potentially roll uh, for high school basketball in the Western AA Conference. All the way from three to the seven seed, we could potentially see this standing looking very, very different come Saturday night and reading into next week in the first round of the playoffs. Right now, Sentinel, Hellgate, Butte, Flathead, Capital, Glacier, Big Sky, Helena are is the format right now going into this week. Even with Capital getting the win today over Hellgate, that standing does not change right now. But again, as the games go on tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, outside of the number one and number two seed and the number eight seed, everybody else could flip-flop and completely change what this seeding looks like. Now, uh, as I mentioned, let's looking at the Brave Vets right now. Uh, looking on the girls' side, Capital High sits at 11-1. Hellgate sits at 10-1. Sentinel 6-5. Glacier 7-6. Helena 5-6. Butte 3-9. Flathead 2-9. Big Sky 1-8. Uh, here's who has the most games left or who has games remaining. Capital has two games left. Hellgate has three games left. Sentinel has three games left. Glacier has one game left. Helena has three games. Butte has two games. Flathead has three games. Big Sky has... Uh, quite a few games left. So it's very interesting. As I said, this, the girls side is not as, as completely changeable as the boys side is at this point. You have a pretty good feeling that when you look at the records right now, Hellgate and capital, it's going to essentially come down to if they both finish uh, with only one loss, they both lost to each other. So whatever comes down to the tiebreaker there, I think both, I think they're gonna have to go to like a third or fourth tiebreaker between Hellgate and capital to determine who will be the number one seed out of the West and who will be the Western Conference champ, just simply because, well, they beat each other and they beat everybody else. So unless Capital or Hellgate loses this week, um, it's going to be really interesting to see what tiebreaker comes down to both those teams. Sentinel and Glacier. This is another one where I look at three and four. Sentinel and Glacier, they still have a lot to play for. Now, obviously, Sentinel has three games. I know they have one more game left uh, to Hellgate this week at least. I don't know who else they have left on their schedule. For Glacier, all they have is Thursday's game against Flathead. And so if Glacier uh, grabs the win, they will be 8-6. and And that's going to put a ton of pressure on Sentinel, essentially, to make sure that they go at go two and one the rest of the way. So that means Hellgate, if you look at it, because Hellgate did beat Sentinel early on, that would be the one game that they could give up. But Glacier would then need somebody else to beat Sentinel. Now, again, Sentinel has lost to Helena twice. Uh, I don't know if Sentinel still has capital left on their schedule. If that is the case, then I would imagine there's that potential for Two losses for Sentinel. One of those games, either Hellgate or Capital, becomes a must-win for Sentinel if they want to try and grab the three-seed. For Glacier, it's pretty simple. They win on Thursday against Flathead. I would imagine, no matter what happens, they're guaranteed a home playoff game next week, just depending on seeding. Just depends whether they get the three-seed or whether they get the four-seed. 
If they can get, if Sentinel drops to this week, I imagine what will happen is, is this will help Glacier in terms of seeding when it comes to the state tournament uh, as long as they get there. But I think that's what it would come down to essentially is if they were the three seed, that just makes a stronger case. You get a, a little bit different matchup instead of the four seed where potentially you could face Billings West. And right now Billings West is running the gauntlet and they look like a very tough matchup uh, for a lot of teams here on the western side of the state. So uh, <laughs> you're still with me as I'm going through this entire slate of potential scenarios in the Western AA Conference on boys and girls side. Uh, it can definitely be uh, very, very uh, confusing at times. <laughs> right? And so, like I said, trying to make sense of this situation in the conference standings and how many games we have left here as we see in a lot of makeup games here in the final week of the regular season. As I said, Glacier, if they win on Thursday against Flathead, they could potentially be the number three seed. I think still, if even if they were to, um, if they were to lose, if they were to say go seven and seven, Sentinel will then have to lose all three games, and then Glacier could still get the three seed. Um, but that's going to be really tough if because again, Sentinel swept Glacier through the season series, so right now Glacier has to finish a game better than Sentinel. They cannot finish with identical records. Uh, when you look at Helena, again, the five seed uh, after the win on Saturday, Flathead really did need that win to potentially give themselves an opportunity to try and jump up into the sixth seed. It's going to get a little tougher. Um, obviously, for Flathead, they have three games left. They have one tomorrow at the Gene Boyle Gym. That game gets underway at 530. They play Butte to make up for a game a couple of weeks ago. And then they got Crosstown on Thursday, and then they have Hellgate on Saturday uh, to make up for that game from a couple of weeks ago as well. So for Flathead, tomorrow really is a must-win for them. About as must-win as you can get to this point of the season if they want to get themselves out of the seventh seed. Again, Flathead, if you're a Brave Ets fan, you're trying to get into that sixth seed. You do not want to be a team that has to face Hellgate or Capital in that first round of the playoffs. So right now, Flathead trying to fight themselves out of that seventh seed. If they can get to the sixth seed, what they're going to need is grabbing a win over Butte. And then at the same time, they're going to have to try and grab a win against Hellgate or they're going to have to grab a win against Glacier, uh, I think, to really put themselves in a spot to really get out of that six seed. If they get a third win against Butte tomorrow, then it comes down to tiebreakers, who has a higher-seeded win. Um, then potentially you, you're leaving yourself up to the fates of tiebreakers and potentially could see yourself still locked into that seven seed based on whatever tiebreaker it comes down to. So Flathead right now looking at wins. They need to win Tuesday. They need to try and win either Thursday or Saturday uh, to try and get themselves out of the seven seed and into the six seed. And then depending on how that shakes up, it could be potentially if you're Flathead, if I'm, if I'm the Brave Ets fan, I'm wanting a matchup against Glacier simply because, again, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. And if you look at, at the same time, too, you're not having to travel far. We've seen the road splits this year. Road teams have not fared well on the road this season. And if you have to travel either to Helena or potentially Missoula, if you can travel 10 minutes instead of two or four hours, I'll definitely take the 10 minutes. So again, uh, Flatter Brave Eds fans, they are wanting to grab a win, must win tomorrow against Butte. If they don't win tomorrow, then that pretty much locks them in to the seventh seed and they will either face Hellgate or they will face Capital uh, 
next week in the first round of the playoffs. And like I said, again, I'm not saying that they can't win a game. They can't. They've they've played well against Hellgate uh, the first time around. They've really given Capital uh, a good fight in the first half of games. So I'm not saying that if Flathead faces one of those two teams, it's over. But obviously, uh, those are two really strong teams, and you're trying to find a better matchup. And again, at the same time, trying to decrease your distance because a four-hour road trip or a 10-minute road trip, give me the 10-minute road trip any day of the week. So like I said, it's going to be really interesting on the girls' side. Again, uh, Glacier needs Sentinel to lose um, at least one of, two, out, two out of three games this week, depending on who they match up. I don't know who they have because, again, the schedules have kind of really – just been messed up this week and really kind of been messed around with. And so not entirely sure what the rest of the week's schedule looks like. Been looking all over. Don't have a definitive answer to every schedule that is concrete. So again, not going to try and lay it out there. Can Potentially there could be mistakes or games could be moved anywhere. Time's changed. So like I said, Glacier needs Sentinel to drop two out of three games this week, and then they can secure themselves the number three seed. Um, but that's where the battle is between Glacier and Sentinel, Capital and Hellgate battling essentially for the one or two spot. And then, like I said, Butte and Flathead this week trying to find a way to make sure that they either lock down the six seed or potentially uh, get themselves out of the seven seed. So it is really crazy uh, <laughs> how, how things are looking right now in the Western double-A conference. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll give you my Western double-A conference power rankings, as well as look at tomorrow's game and some of the keys from the first one that are going to be really important for tomorrow's game between the Flatted Braves and the Glacier Wolfpack. <laughs> 